Welcome to Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care, where your host, writer, actor, and producer Candy Washington helps you live a more joyful life with a cheeky dash of pop culture news. Be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and join the conversation on Instagram at Candy Washington. Let's go. Welcome back to Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care. As always, I'm your host, Candy Washington, and I am honored to help you lead a more joyful life. So before we dive into today's episode, which is how to be more mindful, just how are we going to live a more mindful life? How are we going to create more joy through mindfulness? Before we dive in, if you need any additional support, you can always book some one-on-one coaching with me. It is linked below. You can grab our self-love journal, which is right here. And you can also join our VIP Facebook group. Right now it is free to join. So definitely get in on that. And you can also pick up the Create Your Dream Life course and you can subscribe and share with a friend. All right, guys, let's get into it. Let's dive in. So I got the question on my YouTube community tab of how can I be more mindful? So let's start with what is mindfulness? What does it actually mean to be mindful? What does that mean? The way I describe being mindful is being aware, being awake and being conscious of how you think, what you believe, and your actions. So being mindful to me is not being on autopilot. Like you're not just reacting to things. You're not just spaced out. You're not just doing what you've always done. You're not just on default. You're not just on autopilot. But you're actually being conscious about what you're doing. You're being aware of what you're doing. You're being self-aware. You are bearing witness to yourself. To me, being mindful is being in the position to make a choice. You're choosing to think your thoughts. You're choosing what your belief system is. You're choosing how you're going to respond to situations rather than react to triggers. Being mindful to me is being empowered to choose how you be. That is what mindfulness is to me. Being in your power. Being in the position to choose. To choose who you are and how you be and how you show up in the world. And there's a couple ways that you can be mindful. But my number one way, my number one way to be mindful and it's really fun, is to just be curious. Be curious. Make curiosity a part of your life. What I mean by that is when you start thinking thoughts, whether you walk past the mirror and you think thoughts about yourself, whether you are at a stop sign and your mind is going just idly while you're sitting, you know, waiting for the light to turn Green. You know, just in those moments where your mind is sort of just on default and autopilot, start asking yourself, what am I thinking? Hey, Franchette girl, how are you? How are you, sweetheart? What up, sweetheart? Hey, hey. Start asking yourself questions. Be curious, right? Ask yourself, what am I actually thinking? Because a lot of times, this might sound weird, but a lot of times we're not even aware of the thoughts that we're thinking. We're just thinking and going and thinking and going and thinking and going and thinking and going, but we're not actually stopping to analyze or to question or to be curious about what am I thinking? Are you thinking thoughts like, 
what am I going to eat for tonight? Or I can't believe I said this during the work meeting. I'm so stupid. Or, um, you know, of course he said no to me because no guys ever like me. Or are you thinking like, oh, of course this is going to work for me work out for me. Oh, I, I'm always on time. I can totally slow down or whatever it is. Like Whatever you're thinking, right? Get curious about what am I thinking? And when you get clear on what you're thinking, then get curious as to, well, why am I thinking this? To be mindful of yourself is to be curious about yourself. And then based on that curiosity, you can then empower yourself to make decisions and choices actually from you rather than your default system, rather than your default thinking. That's how you create a life rather than have life happen to you. So stop and think, what am I actually thinking? What are the thoughts I'm thinking throughout my day? Am I thinking that I'm smart and I'm beautiful and I'm intelligent and I'm loved and I'm chosen and I'm successful and I'm great and I'm all these great things? Or are you going throughout your day thinking, I'm stupid, I'm not good enough, I'm always late, no one loves me, I'm unlovable, I'm too fat, I'm too this, I'm too that. What are you thinking? And again, remember, we want to do this from a place of curiosity, not from a place of criticism. So you're not thinking, what am I thinking, to scold yourself. Like, oh, I'm thinking all these negative thoughts. I'm such a bad person. I'm thinking all these negative thoughts. No wonder my life has gone to shit. Oh, I'm thinking all these negative thoughts. I, I'll never be able to, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. No, it's none of that stuff. You're getting curious about your thoughts. So then you can consciously change them. So now that you have, a, now that you know what you've been thinking, the next step is to think about why have I been thinking this way? If it's something that you don't want to think, right? If you're just thinking, you know, I love myself. I am blessed. I am highly favored. I'm divine. I got this. I am beautiful. I am chosen. I am the one. I'm always on time. Everything always works out for me. Of course, I'm loved. Da, 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 da. If you are on one and you are loving yourself and you know you are the baddest bee in the world and you know you are the number one person in your life, you don't need to question that. You don't need to question that. You've got that. Now you can just go out and play. But if you are finding that you're having beliefs that don't support you being the number one person, the star of your life, get curious as to why. Well, why do I think I'm a failure? Why do I think men, all men cheat? Why do I think I can never make this much money? Why do I think love isn't available to me? Why do I think I can never have that house or car? Why do I think, why do I call myself stupid all day? Why do, why do I blah, 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 right? Get curious as to the why. And usually those whys, and again, we don't want to stay stuck in the why. We don't want to stay stuck in the trauma or the, what happened to us or, or whatever that caused us to have these self-limiting beliefs. Sometimes it's just, oh, well, you know, my mom had to work a lot when I was growing up. So in my baby, in my like little child brain, that to me meant, you know, people that I love leave, or I can't really, you know, need anybody because no one's ever there for me. Of course, your mom is working, trying to make money and, you know, provide for you and have herself in a life. But when we have our little child brains, we create stories about what painful moments mean, whether that's true or not, because we're trying to keep ourselves safe and we're trying to understand and contextualize what's happening around us. That's why when we have our little brains, our little like under six, under seven-year-old brains, when things happen, 
usually we think it's our fault. Usually we take responsibility for it. And then we try to create a story of what that means about ourselves. Oh, our mom wasn't around. That must meant I wasn't good enough. Oh, my dad wasn't around. That must mean I'm a, I'm, everyone's always going to abandon me. Or one time in gym class, this person said you were fat. Or this one time in gym class, somebody said you were flat chested or whatever it was, right? We have these moments, usually in our formative years, that create these little traumas, these little pain moments. And our brains, our little baby brains, just want to keep us safe. So they create a story of why it happened and what it means about us. And then we go on to grow up to be adults. And those little stories that used to keep us safe are now sabotaging us because we don't want to feel that hurt again. So I'm going to feel small. I'm going to feel not good enough. I'm going to feel like a failure because if I feel like I'm a failure, then I don't actually have to take the risk. And if I don't take the risk, then I don't actually have to fail or and face what that would actually feel like. You know what I mean? That's why all those beliefs, they keep you stuck. They keep you small. They keep you in clothes because they're just trying to keep you safe from feeling that fear, that pain, that loss that you felt before. So when you start to get curious as to, well, why do I think nothing works out for me? Why do I think I can't have that? Why do I think love has to hurt? Why do I think blah, 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 blah? Get curious about it. And then when you get curious about that why, then think, does that have to be true? Was it true at the time and does it always have to be true? Does me feeling like a failure, does that have to be true? Does me thinking I'm not good enough, does that have to be true? Does me thinking that I can't get the love I want, does that have to be true? So get curious about it. And that creates mindfulness. Mindfulness is when you have those thoughts, you think, what am I thinking? Why am I thinking it? And does that have to be true? Or is it even true? You're actually paying attention to your thoughts. You're paying attention to your self-concept. You're paying attention to how you feel about you. You're paying attention to the relationship you have to yourself. And that is what mindfulness is. It's bearing witness to yourself. What am I thinking? Why do I think it? And does that have to be true? And when you are mindful of what you're thinking, you have the awareness of what you're thinking and the consciousness of what you're thinking, then you're empowered to choose differently. If you don't feel good about yourself and now you want to feel good about yourself, do it through mindfulness. When you start to have your thoughts on a loop, when you start to default, when your thoughts are going blah, 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 focus on your breathing. Think, well, what am I thinking? Why am I thinking this? Does this have to be true? And what's even more important, do I actually want this to be true? And if that answer is no, then choose a different thought. Choose to either A, focus on something that actually makes you feel better. Focus on how you feel. If you find yourself on a negative thought loop and you're like, you know what? I don't want to feel this way. I don't want to feel bad about myself. I don't want to feel shitty. I don't want to feel discouraged. I don't want to feel all these things. If you can't get to a better thinking place with whatever subject you're on, think about something else. That's another essence of mindfulness, choosing what you focus on, choosing what you think. Being mindful is literally just about choice. 
It's about choice. It's about consciously choosing from a higher version, from your higher self, how you think, be, and do. To me, being mindfulness is truly just about choice. I'm thinking really negative thoughts about myself right now. And I'm going to choose to think differently because I care about how I feel. My well-being is my first and best priority. Because if you think about it, sometimes <laughs> I had this realization a couple of years ago where I was realizing, I forgot what this, the topic was. I forgot what it was. It was probably something to do. I don't even know. But I realized I had this aha moment where I was just like, I'm literally in my mind traumatizing myself all over again. I'm re-traumatizing myself because A, in the actual reality, nothing was happening. Nothing was nothing was happening. It was in my mind. I was replaying a painful moment. It was probably like an argument with like maybe like my sister or like my ex-boyfriend or something like that. Who knows? But it was like some type, some painful moment. And I was just replaying it in my mind. And I was like, oh, well, I should have said that. I can't believe they said this. And I was just going off. And I felt myself getting hot and heated. And my pain body was activated. And I was pissed off and sad and mad and hurt all over again. And then I really had the clarity. I had the mindfulness and the moment. And I was like, girl, you are doing this to yourself. No one is here. No one is here. So think about how many times you do that to yourself where you re-traumatize yourself in your own mind. You're replaying the trauma. You're replaying the hurt. You're replaying the pain. You're replaying the fight over and over and over again. And you're re-hurting and re-traumatizing and you're staying stuck. It's like this thing I saw today, which is like pain happens, but or, or yeah, pain happens, but suffering doesn't have to or something like that. But it's true. It's like you can have a painful moment. But then we continue to suffer when we continue to play it out again and again in our own minds because I wasn't being mindful. I wasn't being conscious of what I was actually thinking. I was just on autopilot. And usually that happens in like the, it's almost like a cascade where like you'll see something, it'll remind you of someone or something. Then you'll be like, oh, I remember when that happened. Oh, I remember when that happened. And then before you know it, your mind's on this loop. So I was sitting there all hot and bothered and pissed off and mad over something that had happened so long ago, literally by myself. And that's when I got the clarity. That's when I got the download. That's when I got the divine direction that was just like, you're doing it to yourself. You are doing it to yourself. There's literally no one here. And that is the essence of being mindful. Paying attention, bearing witness to yourself and then empowering yourself to choose differently. I was like, why am I sitting here all upset over an, ar an argument that happened months or years ago? Me and that person are probably even cool now. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's literally nothing, but yet something triggered in my brain, a reaction to think about the fight. And so then I got all hot and bothered. Same thing when you, when you talk negatively about yourself all day. You, see, you check your bank account. Oh, I'm broke. I'm always going to be broke. I'm never going to make ends meet and blah, 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 blah. Or this never happens and da, 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 da. You just spiral, right? But you're doing it to yourself. And mindfulness will slow you down. It will ground you. It will give you the perspective and the clarity to know that 
these are the thoughts you're having. And in this moment, your thoughts and feelings are having you rather than you having your thoughts and feelings. And the way you know that your higher self is actually more powerful than and most importantly, separate than your thoughts and feelings is that you have the power to change them. That's how you know you, your essence, your higher self is the most powerful thing in your world. You are not your thoughts. You are not your feelings. You have thoughts and you have feelings. But when we give away our power, when we're not being mindful, when we're not paying attention, when we're not consciously choosing, we give away our power to our thoughts and our feelings to have us. That's why you can have a depressive thought but not be in a depression. You can have an angry thought, but not be an angry person. Like for me, I was having those angry thoughts, but I'm not an angry person. But my thoughts were on a loop, you know what I mean? But when you forget that you are more powerful than your thoughts and feelings, when you forget that you have the power to change your thoughts and feelings, that's when they consume you. That's when you forget that you are separate from them. That's when you fall into the depression. That's when you fall into the anxiety. That's when you fall into the anger, when you identify with your emotions, when you identify with your feelings and you think that they have more power than you. But when you are mindful of them, you know that you're separate from them and you're greater from them. That's why you can change them. That's why I could be talking to you right now and you're like, oh, mindfulness. And I, and I could say to you, think about a pink pig. Now you're thinking about a pink pink, right? A pink pig. Your thoughts didn't have the power over you. You had the power to choose the thought. That's why we are so powerful. That's why when you find yourself on these negative thought loops, you can stop, take a breath, focus on your breathing, do whatever you need to do, count to 10, laugh, cry, just ask yourself the question, why am I thinking this? What am I thinking? Do I want to think this? Does it have to be true? Is it true? Whatever you have to do. And then consciously choose to think and feel differently. This is how you move through your emotions. This is how you move through your feelings. This is how you constantly choose your thoughts. If you're not feeling good, you can constantly choose, well, I'm going to think about something that I can feel good about. You know what? The sun is shining. The, the sun is beautiful. The sky is blue. The grass is green. I'm breathing. I can hear a child laughing. Whatever it is, I'm here. I'm breathing. I can take a nap. I can read. That's how you know that your higher self you is the most powerful thing. Not your thoughts and not your feelings. Because you have the power to not only change them, but you have the power to choose and that is the essence of being mindful. It's being curious about who you be, what you think, what you believe, and how you act. And then choosing, if this, if this is not how I want to act, be, believe, feel, do, then empowering yourself to choose differently. That is the essence and the power of mindfulness, being curious about who you are, making the conscious decision of who you want to become, and then taking the inspired action in order to actually do so. So that's the number one thing you need to do to be mindful, is just to be curious. Why do I think this way? Why do I react this way? 
And is this how I actually want to be? That's how you go from reaction mode to response mode. Reacting is autopilot. Responding is a choice. And your power is always in your choice. And that's how you do it. Let's see what you guys are saying. Hey, Franchette. She says, teach candy. She goes, I've done that before too. Traumatized myself over and over. Yes. <laughs> yes. I was like, I am literally, I was traumatized myself over and over again. I was having the same argument with the same person in my head over and over and over again. And the only person who was actually being affected by that was me. And I was literally doing it to myself. That's why mindfulness is so important. Pay attention to yourself. Bear witness to yourself and choose differently if necessary. And that creates more joy. That makes being mindful almost like a game that you get to play. You're not criticizing yourself. You're not judging yourself. You're just being curious. Well, why do I think that? What am I thinking right now? And do I actually want that to be true for myself? No. No. Okay, well, I'm going to choose differently. That's how you create more joy, through curiosity. Other ways to cultivate mindfulness is, you know, other than the exercise we went through, just asking those questions, those critical questions. What am I thinking? Why do I think it? Is it true? And does it have to be true, right? That's one way to do mindfulness, just like on the spot in your mind. Then there's the other tools that we all know of, you know, meditation, scripting, doing something creative, walking in nature, connecting with children or animals, just anything that really slows you down, focus on your breathing and brings you to the present moment. That's really the core of mindfulness. What is actually happening in this present moment? Not what I was doing, rehashing and playing the past over and over and over and over again, or some people who worry about the future, you know, the past is depression, the future is anxiety. What is actually going on in this moment? What am I thinking right now? How am I feeling right now? And what can I choose to be, do, and think differently in order to feel better? In order to receive better? In order to manifest differently? Mindfulness is really about harnessing the power of now through compassionate curiosity. It's really what it is at its core. Okay, you guys. That's it for today. So yes, let me know how are you guys practicing your mindfulness. And also, if you need more support, you can always book some one-on-one -on -one coaching with me. It's linked below. You can grab our journal, join our Facebook group. You can also subscribe and share and like this video. And until next time, everybody, take care of yourself and each other. Bye. Welcome to Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care. Where your host, writer, actor, and producer Candy Washington helps you live a more joyful life with a cheeky dash of pop culture news. Be sure to subscribe, leave a five star review, and join the conversation on Instagram at Candy Washington. Let's go.